Hello, my name is Hassan Sorrells, and this is the Leadership Lessons from the Great Books podcast, Shorts. There's no co-host on these Shorts episodes. These are now six to eight minute long observations, ideas, thoughts, or rants about the literature, philosophy, psychology, and even the theology of leadership. Because listening to me talk about leadership for now around six to eight minutes is still better than reading and trying to understand yet another business book. Even the one that you read a summary of in a tweet thread recently. The irony of the idolatry of the thing itself is even built into how we refer to it. If you've been paying attention at all over the last month or so, the newfangled gee whiz tool of the ages, artificial general intelligence, or chat GPT, launched into the world in late November from the Elon Musk-funded OpenAI project. In addition to robotics, the type that the boys at Boston Dynamic keep showing us videos of, artificial intelligence, or computing that will be able to solve problems and think at a faster rate than human beings can, has been promised to humanity from the technologists since at least the 1960s. But every technologist, for what it's worth, is now all a Twitter on Twitter about chat GPT. They are universally proclaiming, among other things, that its use to create essays and art by the average hoi polloi will quote-unquote usher in a new golden age of music, writing, and movies, and other quote-unquote error-deficient cultural artifacts that we as consumers will be encouraged and incentivized to pay attention to, purchase, and tell all of our friends about. Except, quite frankly, such a dizzy-eyed proclamation is all hogwash. I know. I am at least old enough to remember when self-driving cars, remember them, were supposed to do exactly the same thing. And blockchain, and virtual reality, and augmented reality, and 5G towers, and machine learning, and even before that, social media, and way back, even before that, at the end of the last century, the internet itself was supposed to usher in a new golden age of error-deficient cultural artifact creation. But a new golden age was not ushered in of peace, tranquility, and plenty with any of those previously mentioned technologies. Nor was the golden age ushered in by any users or creators or consumers of these technologies. There is still war, famine, child abuse, poverty, neglect, rape, ignorance, willful blindness, arrogance, hubris, vanity, envy, theft, lying, corruption, and man's endless, rapacious, luciferian appetite for power and control. You know, all the good stuff, none of our technologies, from fire to rockets that launch satellites, can ever ameliorate completely. Now, to the technologist's credit, artificial general intelligence, as error-smoothing as it is, and as ruthlessly error-smoothing as it is, can probably write an essay, quote-unquote, better than I can. Or, probably, create a visual artifact, quote-unquote, better than I can paint it, photograph it, or print it. 
It can probably perform mathematical equations at a higher level and faster than even Neil deGrasse Tyson can. I put better, and you should hear this as better in air quotes in your head when you're listening to this, because what does better even mean? It's all subjective. And it will probably be able to replicate my voice with enough data inputs to create a deep fake video of me or audio of me saying or doing almost any outrageous and out of character thing. But so what? Yeah, sure. Artificial general intelligence and machine learning can find patterns and predict decisions to beat a human being at Go or chess or come up with, a, with computations to create an endless supply of digital currency seemingly infinitely or to make the perfectly worded yet sterile essay or to generate a perfectly balanced yet sterile image or video. But chat GPT and whatever else the boys and girls at Microsoft, Google, and Facebook have up their individual and collective sleeves still won't be able to ascertain, describe, or explain the meaning in any of it. Artificial general intelligence has a first-mover problem it will never be able to overcome. For those of you who skipped out on philosophy classes or don't know what Kant or who Kant was, let me explain what a first mover is. A first mover is a creator, you know, like God, like in the beginning. And artificial general intelligence has a first mover problem. It still requires inputs of data from, uh, you guessed it, fallible, biased, selfish, and sinful human actors. Now, if those human actors are committed Christians, focused on moving the word of Jesus Christ out into an unbelieving and corrupt world, guess what the boys at Google will do their best to stop? On the other hand, if those human actors are committed secular atheist types for whom worship of the earth via climate change is quote-unquote the most pressing issue of our time, then, well, the morally and ethically confused boys and girls at Google and Microsoft will fall all over themselves to make sure that pretend quote-unquote intelligence spews out the correct dogmatic ideological position. You know to make sure that all the quote-unquote facts we search for are quote-unquote accurate and hitting the correct mark to ensure conformity and ideological obedience and to avoid spreading quote-unquote uh, misinformation. We still live in a world where meaning, transcendent, epistemic meaning is the holy grail that every human being is seeking. And yes, there will be people, both now and in the future, who will confuse the proscriptions of a computer program with the embodiment of epistemic transcendent truth itself. And they will be as confused and as dysmorphic in their thinking and behavior as the people who now are seeking ultimate truth in their individual sexual, gender, or racial identity. But that doesn't make such proscriptions epistemic truth. And leaders have a responsibility to examine the much ballyhooed and highly trumpeted coming artificial intelligence revolution in computer learning with an eye toward leading, guiding, teaching, and coaching very real, very confused, and very seeking human beings to do all of the things 
that human-fed artificial intelligence can't do. Because those very human beings are beyond the understanding and their needs are beyond the understanding of the people actually creating the inputs at a human level. Leaders, the technologists, engineers, technicians, and scientists all have no answer to the large questions of meaning, identity, or purpose that we need real, courageous, clear-eyed leadership to solve or at the very minimum to identify accurately in our world today and long, long into whatever future tomorrow with whatever gee whiz technology we are going toward. And well, that's it for me. Listen and subscribe to the Leadership Lessons from the Great Books podcast on all the major podcast players that you listen to podcasts on, including iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and even Spotify. And please leave a five-star review if you like the show. We need those reviews to grow, and it's the easiest way to make sure that this show gets into the ears of the leaders who need to hear it. And of course, tell all your friends. If you want to get started on the leadership path, HSCT Publishing's products and services can help your team do that. Check out our training webinars, coaching services, and more at leadershiptoolbox.us. We also have a video-based subscription service, that's software as a service, that can help your team become better at the individual level. 60 modules and over 100 hours of video and written content for you at leadingkeys.com. That's leadingkeys.com. We've also got books that will help you and your team grow. Pick up a copy today of My Boss Doesn't Care, 100 Essays on Disrupting Your Workplace by Disrupting Your Boss, and subscribe to the Little Red Podcast I launched earlier this year with the same name as that Little Red Book. My most recent book is 12 Rules for Leaders, The Foundation of Intentional Leadership, co-written with contributions from Bradley Madigan. This is the book for right now that was written for leaders right now. Pick up a copy by heading over to 12rulesleadersbook.com backslash now. That's 12rulesleadersbook.com backslash now. You pay for shipping, and you'll get a copy of my second book as well. Finally, you can get all these books in paperback, hardcover, or as ebooks on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Kobo, and any other place online you order books. Finally, HSCT Publishing is on YouTube. Like and subscribe to the video version of the Leadership Lessons for the Great Books podcast on the HSCT Publishing channel on YouTube. Just search for HSCT Publishing and hit the subscribe button. You'll get our weekly video updates, which is the video version of this podcast. And, of course, you're going to want to subscribe to my other podcast. That's right, I do do more than one. The Hayson Sorrells Presents Audio Experience, where I talk more casually with a broader range of people about all matters that matter in the world today, from arts all the way to analytics. All right, that's it for me.